Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slowbeef. With me, of course, is my good friend Devious Vacuum. The last time. Drink up, lads. My good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Turbo C. <laughs> that was a waddle. <laughs> my good friend Oren Ronan. It's 5 a.m. over here. I'm not drinking any <laughs> soda. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. I have two open ones now. And my good friend, Polahoko. You got another spare? I, <laughs> hold on. It can be edited in. Pour one out for your homies. All here on Visual Novel Book Club. You do not have to grab four different sodas. Yeah, just use the same noise again. We're not doing that. We're done with this game, everyone. Thank you for joining us. That's it. It's the final episode. It was fun. We just opened all the sodas. God, what a good game. What a good story. Yeah, it was pretty nice. That was a lot of fun. The ending was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it this game's like a long way to get there, but I, you know that, that also earned it some, uh, you know, it earned a lot of goodwill, I think, at the end, because you knew the characters well, and it pays off. Mm-hmm. I, my one main gripe about it, uh, the ending, is I wish it featured the other characters more, like... It spent a lot of time establishing, establishing Ferris and Luca, and Moika, and it, it, I mean, it goes back to the main, uh, main four. Yeah, I feel like Ferris and Luca are just kind of there for their own chapters, and and then the story doesn't know what to do with them anymore. Right. They don't really have any additional role at all. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Yay! It's me, Polhoko. <laughs> oh my god. Slowly, this triple fisting seltzer. This whole am, recording. Actually. This is going to be the most hyped up recording. <laughs> no. All right, the truth quadruple. I had one already open. <laughs> oh <my laughs> one for each of your computer monitors. Why? Why are we going through so much soda this this month? Oh, it's because I got a podcast, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my wife would be like, "I think you're drinking too much seltzer <laughs> during your podcast." Your wife's so accusatory. <laughs> just all these open cans on your desk. Just not not empty, just like, just open. We had a seltzer discussion at work, by the way, but I, I'm not, all right, I'm derailing. Anyway, all right. Just, seltzer, $5,000. Please help, my family's dying. <laughs> <laughs> when we last left Okabe Rintaro, he, we were, uh... We're getting the true ending by going back in time to the last text message that we sent to Makise Kurisu and responding to her, completing the Kurisu route. Uh, and then what happens? Um, the credits roll. Yes, then nothing different happens until the credits. So it's the same. She knocks on the door at the last second before he hits the enter key and is like, I love, and then that was it. And, and all that plays out exactly the same way. Um, but in the credits roll, but then during the credits, a phone starts to ring. And it's Suzuha. Yeah, Daru answers the phone, and Suzuha's talking to him, and. <laughs> and immediately like, calls, calls him dad. Yeah, calls him dad. It's like, what? I'm your dad? He never quite gets it. He never quite understands what's going on, which is great. He sort of just rolls with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable that he doesn't get what's going on. Yeah, Daru, Daru is, you know, Daru has the ability to yes and, which we do <laughs> like about him. <laughs> and we start chapter 11, Open the Steins Gate. 
So Suzuha calls uh, Daru and Rintaro and tells them to meet her on the roof of Radikan. Where, uh, and at this point, it's really a, t- a trial to remember the beginning of the game. As we remember that there was a time machine on the roof of Radikan at the beginning of the game, but it was not embedded in the, in the wall. It was just sitting there. And, um, and we remember that that happened. And so we go see it and, and there it is. And, uh, Suzuha gets out of the time machine, but it's a different, Suzuha. It's also a different time machine. It looks different from the one we've been seeing. Yeah, it looks better. How dare you? <laughs> it's like one of those damn Star Wars prequels. How, how did you get nicer stuff beforehand? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a cool gaming computer instead of the, like, <laughs> old version of it. <laughs> Just like, uh, like you know, 1995 PC. The alienware of time machines. Suzuha stands up from her cool gamer chair and gets out of the. So it is Suzuha. It's it's her, but it's on the. But it's Suzuha from this alternate world line. So it's Suzuha mm-hmm. from a different future than right. ours, uh, than the previous one where she was a freedom fighter. Um, right. And she is wearing a military esque uniform. Some She's might say. Fatigues. Some might say a uh, sexy women's military Halloween costume. <laughs> Some might say that. <laughs> Se- sexy soldier, you know that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> sort of like that. Um, and uh, her hair is different. She ha- Her braids are like in loops. So it's slightly different. Because this time life. she means business. Yeah, she's yeah. really serious. And so what does she tell what does she tell us? Uh, we need to stop World War Three. <laughs> Is there always a problem? <laughs> and only one otaku can solve it. Yeah, I remember, I was like, are you kidding me? Like I just went through all this and like you're gonna give me this bullshit? Is this never gonna end? I love this. It's like we finally reached the like quote unquote true ending. And we've finally come to terms with our time travel, and we've been through all this shit, and then Suzuha appears, you know, I know that you've gone through all this shit, but I just need you to do a little more time travel. Just a little more. Yeah, this ultimate ending that you accomplished apparently killed 5.7 billion people. Uh, Oh, boy. You know the you know the scene in The Simpsons when they keep stepping on rakes? It's like that, but 5.7 <laughs> people died. Rintaro turns to the camera and just irises out. Well, the whole the whole thing has been like the Treehouse of Horror where Homer gets the uh, time machine, and it's like he can't get back to a time where it's like going to work out for him. Remember? No? Yeah, I remember, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, remember. We get the analogy. It's just very literal. It's because this is also what's happening to Rintaro. <laughs> you just, you just Simpsons did it. That's why. That's why I use the analogy. I mean, <laughs> who did it first? When did that episode come out? Probably before the definitely, in the 90s, definitely yeah. the Simpsons. <laughs> well, in this timeline, right? True. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, they Simpsons did seal the thesis um, for. <laughs> that's why John Titor had to go back the first time. I have to get back before the Simpsons. I have to inspire Stein's gate. Oh my <laughs> <Anyway>. god! <laughs> so Suzuha confirms she's on. The, she is the John Titor of this world line. Like she stopped in two thousand. Yeah, the one that 
You remember. Yeah, the one we all know and love. And Ritaru is... Ritaru is understandably just like, no, no, absolutely not. Fuck you, go away. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> he even is just like, I don't want to do this anymore because, you know, that you're putting a lot of burden on me. But also, it's one person versus, what is it, 6.7 billion? He's just like, mm-hmm. I, I, you can't make that judgment call. Yeah. It's not like the other times where it was one person versus one person, and you very specifically had to choose your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. He's done. He's like, none of this meant anything. You know, Kurisu died. I can't, I, like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not, you know, she did, she's, this, then she died for nothing. Doesn't, nothing matters. And Suzuha's like, what if, hypothetically, in order to save this world line from World War Three, we need to go back in time and prevent Makise Kurisu from dying. She's totally lying. <laughs> but I have nothing left to undo. I already undid everything. The stack's empty. And, uh, she has a, a real time machine. Uh, a time machine that tr- that brings people through through physical space to the point, uh, which is another just, like, kind of a, a big jump as well, um... But it, it can't move physically. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, you, they can only teleport to other instances of the Radicon building. Yeah, so they must have had to build it, like, up on a thing or whatever in the future, so that it would be, it would show up right on the Radicon building. Yeah, so what happens if you go back to before the Radicon building was, was built? Does it just fall down to the ground? I'm going to guess that it did that to fix the problem of just, like, sending stuff out into space. Oh my god, yeah, was Radicon there? In 1975? Yeah, it would fall, right? Yeah, it was there in 1975, but what what would happen if she'd go even back even yeah, further? Yeah, went back, back? further. Uh, I guess it would fall. Yeah, she would probably appear there and then it would fall. Yeah. And then going forward, mean it, it would it'd be inside the building. This is the stupidest comment. Or you have to <laughs> But it, it does conflict with uh, Karisu's like, beginning lecture where it was like, no, any... Any time machine also has to be a uh, a teleportation device. Yeah. There is a line over there which is more complicated than that, but she doesn't explain why. Yeah, but no, explain! Okay, so there's a lot of this ending that definitely feels like it was written first. And this is, this is one of it. Like, they changed their entire rules of time travel on a whim, this, this chapter. Honestly, though, they've been taking liberties. I mean, again, like, I'll bring up Nay. Nay is, like, supposedly time-traveling, but she can't do it because she doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. It feels like this was to satisfy the the feeling you had the whole time of, like, but where's the real time travel? Where's the two Okabe Rintaros exist at the same time? Where is it? I need that. Please show this to me. And, and don't get me wrong. I love, I love, love, love this chapter. It It's yeah, so good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. it's... Like I said in I think the first episode of this podcast that the um it the uh it breaks its own rules once and I was referring to this chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go straight back to the future rules now. Uh like to the point where like the machine can go backwards and forwards. The they are running out of fuel to use the machine which you can't get in, in apparently in, in the past. So, it's mm-hmm. you know Like what does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah, the only thing we were missing was him running into himself, but he was turned around or something. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like was um, where they had, well, it's going to 
be later, but when they go back a second time and they don't have to worry about meeting the first iteration because a hand wave. Yeah, they, they did not explain that at all. Um, so yeah, uh, Suza does say that we have two chances at this. Oh, well, let's let's talk about her plan. Yeah. We, we have we have fuel for two for two um, round trips. Oh yeah, the explanation is that we can go back and prevent her death, and that's like another. It's like an attractor field, except it brings us to a world line that hasn't been observed yet. Meaning we don't know what'll happen. I think that she says she says that later, and, and the first time she just tells us we have to save Kurisu and. And let's go. No, she talks about she talks about the she talks whole, about like, that stuff. Oh, she does. And yeah, she says the the world I known is Stein's Gate, and she's also like, "This is your plan from the future." She even tells you that we have to go back like negative point zero eight relative to this. She gives us the exact number of. Uh, so she has it. She has it all worked out, which I would hope you did. You would if you were time traveling. Yeah, so. and she's also like. Okabe Rintaro, like this was his plan, and and he died like X years <laughs> ago, and then my and then Daru like kept the plan going, and now that's why she's here, and so she's like met them in the future. <laughs> I like to think, I like to think you in the future too. He's like step one of the plan: do not just wing it. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, fu- future him. This step one of the plan is die, because like. Well, that's fair. He, he planned this out, and then 11 years after, Daru and uh, Suzuha go back in... Well, Suzuha goes back in time. I presume it takes 11 years for Daru to do that. And Daru is still alive in the future, so she's, like, talking to Daru and his, like, dad, and Daru is like, look, lady. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. If Suzu... If Suzuha... If Suzuha has to be the one that does this, is part of the plan getting Daru laid... No, that's 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 already happened. They don't need no. it's confirmed, right? Because she exists in the future. So no, that only that only happens in Terminator, where there's an implicit like, "Hey, you have to protect my mom and also banger." <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know, did John Connor ever learn that? I don't know. I think Term- Terminator is just a big mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I have a, I have a whole podcast about it. No, um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Uh, we no, like, we just well. I don't know if we want to get into that. Maybe, maybe after. But check out Slow Beef's other podcast, ter- Talking Terminator. We did a we did in Red Supreme, We did a time travel game called Shadow of Destiny, and um, Ike who recommended it to us. We did a podcast with her to talk about the time travel in that game, and I brought up the notion of Terminator and how there had to be some third like John, like a different John Connor that we know of, some event C that creates the double feedback loop A and B that cause each other. Like when you have like a cause and effect that are each other's cause and effect. The only way it really works is if you have some other like event outside of it that causes that like loop to happen and then disappears from the timeline forever and we never hear about it. Anyway, that's the short version. Yeah, that kind of flow perhaps and happens in most time travel stories. Yeah, that, exactly. like unexplained, like where did this come from? Right, but not in Terminator. Terminator, they don't actually do it. They just go like, "Hey, by the way, yeah, um, you know, yeah, Kyle Reese is his, his father, whatever." It's like, wait, that doesn't work, though. It has to, like, you know. Well, my headcanon is still that Ferris and is Suzuha's mom. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, you know what? That's kind of hinted. Yeah? 
Yeah, there's there's a moment where he's like, uh, where she's like, oh, could I come by after he... Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll, we'll, I'll bring it up when we get there. Um, but anyways, Daru is a little bit creepy about... She's like, um, he is saying, don't call me daddy. Can I, I see myself as a more big brother type? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we can't, we can't not have that. I love that Kadaro is canonically a great dad, though. Like, once he actually has a kid and settles down, like, canonically, Daro's a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. It's just great. I just, like, I want, like, the spinoff that's just Daru, like, adjusting to, like, <laughs> like you know, like, settling down and, like, letting go of his otaku pervert ways and, like, being in a relationship and, like, having kids. Well, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't let go of that. Like, he would adjust a little bit. Like, there would be the parts where he's like, I, I want my kid to watch anime. Here, here's some good yeah. kid anime for you. Yeah. You don't want your, you don't want your kid watching anime. Even Dar is smart enough to know. You'd... He would have some transition period, you know, where he would have to, like, reconcile these, like, two parts of his, his life. And I don't know. I want a visual novel about that. Where I'm going to go look up fanfic about that later. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might like parts of Steinsgate Zero. Oh boy, we gotta do it now. There's a lot of yeah. Daru Suzuha okay, stuff okay, over okay. there. I, I just picture like future Daru as like sitcom dad, you know? Like absolutely. <laughs> We're just gonna do this um this podcast out of order, just like Science Gate. <laughs> exactly. All right. So so Rintara at first is like, I'm not. I don't want to do this, and there's no point in doing this. Can I even save Kurisu if I go back in time? Like, is that does that even matter? Because I've already observed July 28th, like, and she was lying in a pool of blood. So, like, how could I possibly fix that? And, you know, there's convergence. So, most likely, whatever it does, she, she will still die. Yeah. Even if not for the, for the same reason. <laughs> Rintaro's not figuring that out. He's probably yeah. still on, yeah, but I saw the blood. That's the only problem I can think of. And, but he already saw the time machine, so he's like, oh, well, this already happened, so I might as well say yes, because I know I'm going to say yes, because I've already seen the time machine, so I'm not, right. you know, so he agrees to do it. And um, uh, Suzuha says, you can't bring your phone. And, uh, and I felt like that was, like, some kind of, like, really big moment that he didn't have his phone, because his phone has been, like, so key to this whole game. He uses it as a coping mechanism. Like, it's so important to him, and he can't bring it for this last adventure. But he's just like, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely felt, like, like symbolic, like, to the story, but not to the characters. I don't know. I was like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. So then, yeah, they have two chances to change the past. Um, Rintaro finally undergoes. So they so they go. They set off. Uh, Suzuha and Rintaro go out. Uh, take the time machine back to co- a couple a month ago or whatever. Three weeks. Um, three weeks ago, and Rintaro undergoes the sensation of going through that wormhole that we described a long time ago, heading toward that event horizon, getting all stretched out. Yeah, he described it as a pulling, um, and falling sideways. And Suzuha is just like, oh, we won't have air for three minutes. You can't breathe. <laughs> and she just says that, all right, here we go. Yeah, she's like, lean forward and there'll be air there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like, he's pinned back by the G-forces yeah. that are pulling him sideways. It's like, how's he getting forward to breathe that air? <laughs> 
She also says that it took her, it took hours when she had to go back the entire all the way from the future. Mm. Yeah, what's that all about? She, yeah, she says depending on how much you travel back, the longer it takes. Which I mean, guess I guess that makes sense with relativity, how that it's described there, but. I will say, just again, very quick aside, like, the movie Primer covers that, and that's, like, kind of really, like, really interesting in the whole, like, the time you're taking time traveling is time you're spending, and you have to account for it when you time travel. But anyway, I digress. That's a complicated fucking movie. Yeah. So, Suzuha, when they, uh, they land, I guess, they, they, they succeed, um, and uh, Suzuha is like, okay, you can't let your past self see your current self. Well, that'll cause a paradox. And he's like, I thought that couldn't happen. And she was like, I lied about that. It can't happen. I'm John Titer. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> John Titer said it couldn't happen, which is you. Yeah, it can happen. I just wanted to fuck with some people. Who's, who's the time traveler here? <laughs> So there are events that are consistent with what happened at the beginning of the game, or like you can see how it makes sense based on what happened to us at the beginning of the game. Um, so Rintaro slips in as uh, so. Oh, so Suzuha shoots the the lock on the door, which we remember hearing from the beginning of the game, and then everyone went up to the roof and saw the time machine. And while that happens, Rintaro slips inside down the stairs, and while he's going down the stairs, he runs into Kurisu. Um, who asks him what happens on the roof. And uh, we know from the beginning of the game that she came up to him later and was like, what were you trying to tell me? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and he, when he sees her alive and in front of him, he freezes up. He can't get out what he's trying to say. Uh, he starts to say, can I, like, question, like, can I save you? But he can't even get that out. He just says, like, can I... And then he runs away. Runs away, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what Krisu was asking us. Uh, like, so that's what Krisu was asking about at the beginning of the game. Is basically that's that moment. Um, and he just goes and uh, hides out in the place that he knows that she will be murdered to observe what is going to ha- what's happening. So. Kurisu appears. Uh, he waits for like 20 minutes and like has a panic attack and is doesn't know what he's going to do. He doesn't even have a weapon. Like he's really not calm at all about this. He doesn't really believe that he can do anything about it. Um, and Kurisu appears in the place where she'll be murdered. She's carrying a manila envelope and she's like happy about it and excited or whatever. And then what happens, folks? Uh, Dr. Nakabashi shows up. Is this a surprise to anyone? No. No. I don't nah. think so. And as soon as he popped up, everybody's just like, oh, it's her dad. Yeah. He's kind of the only character left. As soon as she said her dad was a time travel scientist, I was like, oh, he's that guy. Why else would he have a sprite? Well, yeah, that's the that's that's the big giveaway, right? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, if yeah. If you got a sprite, you're important for the yeah. plot. I was hoping it was whatever that weird boy was in Ferris's room. Oh, oh yeah. she Sheed, I think, or what is his name again? All that is coming to mind is 6ix9ine, and I know it's not that. <laughs> 69 degrees Celsius. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like she. Yeah, like, it's 44 degrees. Shido. Shido. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What if, like, the collectible card game gang was behind everything? God. Where's the Yu Gi Oh version of this? 
Anyway, this is God. This, I, this, this did this did surprise me when I first watched it. I didn't know. I did not guess that this is what was going to happen at all. Uh, I did not think for a second that this is why Carissa died. <laughs> I think Doctor Doctor Nakabachi is the worst father I've ever seen in, in anything. Doctor Nakabachi is like a well, cartoon yeah! character. He's like you know in a game that's full of like real people, especially villains. Like Doctor Nakabachi is a cartoon character, and that was pretty jarring. Yeah, and like Carissa talks about um, her dad a lot, but never mentions how fucked up he is what a monster he is i don't i don't think she realizes i expected this guy to be your dad i did not expect him to just be a psychopath yeah yeah she and then like it's like so horrible because she's like dad like kind of to connect with him you know i i think i figured out time travel and he's like thanks yoink (laughs) is his old like uh, and then yeah yeah. Yeah, he's just pure evil. Like, there's no redeeming feature to him whatsoever. Like, there's nothing... Like, there's no, like, even hint of why she would have these feelings for him, which he still does. Like, he seems like a freaking monster. Just like in real academia, am I right, folks? Ha! Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there is one point where you're like... You, you think he might be nice because he's reading through the proposal that she hands to him. And he's like, oh, this is pretty good. And then uh, she's like, oh, really? Uh, I was thinking we could publish it together. And then he's like, what'd you say, you bitch? And then it's like, <laughs> hold on there. I realize you suck, but... He's like, I'm going to publish it, and you're just going to leave. And she was like, are you... What? Like, are you are you saying you're going to steal my work? Like, she's just so incredulous. And he gets so mad at her for, for saying that he was going to steal her work. Um... That he starts to choke her. I can't even imagine how he is like justifying this in his in his mind. Like, uh, you know, I can I can kind of at least justify Krisu's actions where it's like because I I can kind of see this like sort of like okay neglectful parent that like you're trying to get the approval of sort of thing happening. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. the entire situation, she's kind of walking around on eggshells, like trying yeah. to appease him, and it's just not working. Chris was like 10 when, when he left, and all, it, all yeah. she has is memories of him from when she was a kid, so... Obviously. Yeah. So, I get that, yeah, that part I get. I, I don't get him at all, like, because it's like, I, it's it's really hard for me to, like, come up with a scenario in my head that he would, that you'd act like this outside of, I'm a, com- I'm a complete psychopath, yeah, or, I mean, not psychopath, I mean, I'm a completely, like, horrible, evil person... I don't know how I met someone who I had a relationship with and got married and had a kid with, and they tolerated me, but somehow, you know, here we are. I don't know. It's, like, kind of, I'm, It's a lot darker than you you would guess from everything we know about Carissa and what she's said so far. According to Carissa, yeah, Carissa said he was a good father until she started being smarter than him. Uh, Yeah. Because he wanted to be the smartest person in every room i can see him like maybe possibly being really angry that she got there first you know and i i mean i guess it had to be like blindingly angry because there's no way like to logically be like uh for him to like calm down and be like i'm taking this and i'll feel not guilty about this or uh inferior 
for the rest of my life. Yeah, I spent I spent my whole life researching this, and my stupid daughter just gets it at like how old is she again? Seventeen, like seventeen, you know? Or it's like I am such an idiot. I'm just gonna take her work. Fuck it. I'm done with the. I'm done with any sort of modicum of civility or anything. And then I and then I'm gonna start choking. All right, I can't make the leap there. That's still tough for me. Yeah, the leap to physical violence is also a lot. It it really goes to illustrate that he's just it just absolutely does not regard his daughter as a person at all. Like he is completely fine with her dying. Like she, he he does not care at all. I mean, he 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 either kills her or he sees her killed and and just goes away yeah. happy about it. He's um he's got this like complex that like he thinks that he is better than everyone, but there's no evidence to point to that. So I'm not sure where this started. Yeah, in this world line, he's like constantly ridiculed and, and shunned by the community. So it's like I don't know, maybe that's just been fueling him. This is this is not a proper solution because obviously it would cause. Re- I feel like if she were his like intern or assistant or someone who looked up to him kind of like if you take away that parent-child relationship this makes a lot more sense but obviously then not from her perspective you know what i mean right. mm-hmm. it's just like i can't i can't i can't see his side on this at all well then it, it, at some point just like maybe this guy has always been you know for lack of a better term just completely like like not not just like psychotic but someone who had suffered a break at some point and is t- totally yeah. disassociative of all this stuff and maybe this happened years ago which is why he stopped talking to a 10 year old right yeah and now that has just built on itself somebody who's remained untreated for years and who is just festered in whatever incredibly you know out there world that he you know inhabits in his own head if you were i could see actually maybe if you were a narcissist or something and then the fact that your kid surpassed you and so easily this is a level of narcissism beyond like i'm I'm, like, wondering where he got his PhD from that he is, like, so easily beaten by a 10-year-old. And where's he I still didn't... working? Where's he been working for the last seven years? What's he been doing? Yeah, she just got him bugged for him and said, <laughs> Dr. Dad. <laughs> and he thinks he's an actual doctor. Yeah. Because you know what the best thing about being a parent is? You can totally fucking take credit for your kids. Well, also, we learned very shortly that he fucking calls himself Dr. No- Dr. Nakabachi, but that's not his name. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> on the news, they don't identify him as, like, Dr. Makiseishuichi. So, I don't right. know. Maybe he doesn't have a doctor. That's just his DJ name. <laughs> so what happens, like, Rintaro tries to interrupt him choking her. and Of then, course. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he disarms him, and and he's like, I can take this guy, and um, he it's like basically he's like, I'm gonna just fucking kill this guy, fuck this guy. Um, yeah, we kind of skipped over this, but he just happened to have with him like a six inch combat knife. That, yeah, dude was already carrying a knife for some reason. Like they even say, why would you even carry that? It's a pretty big knife too. To a lecture on time travel, too. To a, yeah, to a lecture <laughs> on time tra- What was he planning on doing? If he gets too many hecklers, he just dives into the audience and starts slashing everybody? And plus, it happened! It happened! Rintaro heckled him! He didn't even yeah. do shit! Yeah. He was already- so he's worked up at Rintaro already because Rintaro heckled him in the past, yeah. Alright, so here's my thought. He, 
he brought the knife because, you know, this is the, the spot where time travel is discovered in his mind. And there's all these theories about all the time travelers will always want to go back to this moment. So he's like, all right, I'm going to need to be able to fend off all the time travelers that will come into the room. With just a knife? Yes. Also, all the time travelers, you, you're basically bringing a knife to a laser gun fight. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, who's coming back from 2050? I don't think they're going to be impressed by your six-inch blade. Credit where it's due. It fucking worked. I mean, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. In a manner of speaking. Some, so, it did, someone got stabbed, yeah. So, Rintaro goes to kill Nakabachi, but of course he's Kurisu's father, so she tries to stop Rintaro and jumps in front of him, and Rintaro ends up stabbing Kurisu instead, which seems like a lot. It seems like that would be hard to do, but uh, that's what happens. Well, it, it's it sort of implied she jumps in front of him. And Rintaro is just so clumsy. He's just kind of <laughs> tripping over himself with the knife out. The knife is so heavy, he can't stop yeah. his hand, like, even part way. Like, and he even is like, it takes a lot to stab someone. Like, it's not just, like, a hot knife through butter. Like, you, I, it's just a lot. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about the details of stabbing <laughs> someone, D-Mac. <laughs> it's kind of funnier in the, uh, the anime version of it, too, because, um, th- it's completely accidental on the, um, uh, on the anime version because, uh, she just pushes him out of the way while he, while, uh, Okabe is, uh, running towards him. Um, and so he has, like, a good, like, ten feet to stop, and he just doesn't. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm just gonna stab someone. Yeah, like, it's just... It's a little silly, but, you know, time. Time has to happen. You know, fate. Uh, causality. It has to, ha- like, it has yeah. to happen. To be fair to Steins Gate, too, the story kind of has to happen in a way, too. So, yeah, I get Yeah, totally. So... Then, if we remember from the beginning of the game, uh, when uh, Rintaro was, uh, he w- he thought that he should go back and see what was going on because he heard a blood-curdling scream coming from the place where Karisu died. And uh, when he realizes that he kills he killed her, he screams and realizes that the blood-curdling scream that he heard was his own scream. I think, hmm. I guess I wouldn't recognize my own scream, to be totally fair. Not that kind of scream, I don't think. Well, it's like how you don't really recognize your voice when you hear it on recording. You're like, this is not really me. Yeah. But like a scream of such anguish, you would never think like, oh, is that me? <laughs> I don't sound I like that. better check on me. <laughs> oh, am I okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, but if that happened in a lecture on time travel you just attended, you would be freaked the fuck out. Yeah. You'd be like, I, got, I definitely got to go check this out. And I would be like, well, are you, I, am I sure that wasn't just Voidburger screaming? <laughs> that sounds like a prank somebody would set up. Like, you go to a time travel thing and there's, like, someone else there who just dresses like you did that day. Oh my god. <laughs> what a great prank to pull at if you're twins. <laughs> what, what a specific prank. <laughs> specific pranks for... <laughs> prank, all, prank all the people at the time travel lecture. <laughs> But if you have a twin, is your first instinct at the time travel lecture, huh? That sure certainly isn't my twin. It's probably me. 
and you, you get to what happens at the bar is the other twin goes to like a like with their friend and they're like your twin your sibling went to a time travel and you missed out on this once in a lifetime <laughs> prank yeah. like what prank you could have pretended and then you know yeah but it's like, but they would have figured it was me because he always sees people. He always sees me doing it. It's like, all right, yeah, it's true. I guess it wouldn't have worked out. Being an identical twin must beer. be like, you know, having play, doing being in a time travel like movie or show, but all the time. They could prank the audience. They could prank yeah. the audience. You know, it's just a Spider-Man meme all the time. I mean, <laughs> but, but the audience has heard of twins. This isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway. It's okay. We'll, we'll workshop it. We can make this we're, work. We're making light of a very serious and, and heartbreaking situation. So right. Rintaro realizes that he accidentally killed Kurisu and that that was, you know, he's like, this is what I observed. This is exactly what happened. This already happened. I killed her. Why Why am I being punished like this? Um, Suzuma, oh, yeah. Time Machine has one more charge in it. Dr. Nkabachi just takes Kurisu's paper and laughs and runs away. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like, motherfucker yeah, runs away. Geez. Fuck this guy. He twists his curly mustache and <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> And then he finds a dad of the year mug and he says, "I'm just gonna get this just to be a total <laughs> asshole." <laughs> oh my god! And so Look at me piss on your grave, daughter. Like, gee. Yeah, so so yeah, Rintara can't even move. So Suzu has to come and, and grab him back to the time machine. Suzuha's like, how did it go? <laughs> and they go back to the present to regroup. Like, they don't, like, I thought that they would have to just immediately leap again, but they don't have to. They can go back to the, pre- the like, his present. Yeah, she said two round trips, um, which I would have thought, yeah, that they would have just gone back to, like, an hour ago. But So he has time to process it, which which is good. Yeah, he he wouldn't be able to do anything if the dust came went back that moment. Yeah, so he he gets out of the time machine covered in blood. Um, everybody's like, what the fuck? It's only been a minute. So they're all like, holy shit. Um, and and Suzuha's like, oh, it's okay. It's not his blood. Thanks. Also, just to point out the art in the time machine, which we I guess I think we see at this point. We see it like a screen. And... Um, and there's like the there's like numbers and it's uh it's Back to the Future numbers. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, I didn't notice. That's nope. great. And um, oh yeah, and then while they're traveling, they're like he's like in the cylinder with with Suzuha, and there's like sparks everywhere. Which I feel like I've I've read in other time travel stories as well. Yeah, the um sparks that go in rainbows. Yeah, I don't know when. I mean, was it timeline? Was it Michael Crichton's timeline? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway. So, did, I, I don't think they ever tell us whether or not, but do you think that the um, they experienced the pulling sensation going forward in time, too? Because if so, he just um, killed someone and, that, and felt awful about it, and then also had to experience an excruciating pain himself. No, it's a rough day for Rintaro, to be sure. Yeah, he's not even halfway there to how rough this day is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it gets even rougher because once they get back to the present, Suzuha just kind of spills the beans and is like, uh, you had to do that. You had to fail. And <laughs> that's a little fucked up. Mayuri slaps him and is like, snap out of it. 
you're you don't don't fall into despair. <laughs> so like Suzuha had to pretend being surprised that uh she got stabbed. Like, oh no, it didn't work this Uh-oh. time. <laughs> yeah, and she's so she's like, yeah, this was all part of the plan. You had to fail the first time. I'm sorry. It's part of the whole timeline thing. And um, and then she's like, you should check your phone. And uh, suddenly, Rintaro gets a text with instructions to turn on the TV. And he's like, what? Is this a D-mail? <sighs> and it is a D-mail from future Rintaro. So we also get the cool uh, sort of bit of experiencing what it's like to receive a D-mail from your future self, which in all the previous situations we haven't like experienced this directly as Rintaro. Mm-hmm. We've just seen the evidence of it. And then we get pretty much my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, so the D-mail says uh, to turn on the news. Which he can on his phone, because, okay, yeah, sure, my like- phone <laughs> is also a TV. Sure. Yep. Well, that that that, that actually checks out, checks out for that period of time, Japan. <laughs> All the phones really? were TVs. Yes. Oh okay. my god, that that must have been the shittiest TV signal. That actually went away when they went when they went to smartphones, but all these, oh my god. yeah, all the feature phones had a TV function. So were these like they had like actual TV signals they were receiving like over the air broadcast? Yeah, the, it, it's called it, it's called one seg. It was like a special, um, I guess, signal. Uh, but yeah, but 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 all the phones had it. Yeah. And so anyway, it's a, it's a news report about how. Okay, so a Russian airline flight uh, flying from uh, Japan to Moscow had a had a, had a fire uh, in the cargo hold, and uh, luckily uh, it, it cuts to uh, the person who's there and is uh, Doctor Nakabachi, and he's saying that. Um, he was, he was reportedly seeking asylum. To yeah, Russia. he was emigrating. He was. It was very much in the way of like you know, like which you know, why would he need to emigrate? Um, but it's very much in the sort of like um, you know the thing where he's he yeah he's seeking asylum. Or he's just he's going someplace where his work can be appreciated. Or no, defecting was the word. Defe- yeah, right. Yeah. So either way, he's he's trying to he's trying to establish something with the Russian government, and uh, you know. A, just straight up admits the fact that uh, that okay this was it was his his new theory his his um, and he says that the um, he was going to just put his stuff in the checked baggage and, and his thesis would have been destroyed his Nakabachi thesis would have been destroyed but instead uh, something in the package set off the metal detector he had to take it out and he checked and he and he took the the, the thesis with him onto the plane so he preserved it and he has it and now he's going to. And he, he just says what it is. He says that it's, you know, his time travel thesis and he's going to, you know, work with, with Russia who can appreciate him. And the reason why it was is because there was a hunk of metal in there. And when he pulls it out, they see on the screen that it's the metal Uma. Oopa. Yeah. Oopa, yeah. Metal Oopa, that's where he went. The full throwback to the beginning. And now Mayuri's worst day of her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. My metal Oopa's in Russia. And it's got her name on it, too. Yeah, and he's holding it, so yeah, we can see her name. It says Mayushi's. Just in case you were wondering, if is it that metal Oopa? Yeah, it's that metal Oopa. <laughs> you imagine if there was someone, like, in the audience, like, who were, like, of this game, like, wait, was that the same one? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a random metal Oopa. <laughs> like, leaning over to you in a movie, was that the same Oopa? <laughs> yeah, Mom. 
<laughs> that's me when I see a movie with my parents, too. Same. That's my wife, but usually because she's on the phone and not paying attention, but whatever. Your wife is great. Don't shit talk her on this podcast. <laughs> I will. She's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that made me laugh is that uh, Dr. Nakabashi's real name is Shuichi. <laughs> Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. yeah it's His real name is Makisha Shuichi. Yeah. This is what happens when you do too much Psyche Taxi. <laughs> oh my god. Don't give in to despair, Shuichi. <laughs> ah, it's too late. So, the pl- the new plan that we have. Yeah, so we get a we get a video message then from future That we already had on our phone from the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah but we can see it this time. Yeah, we could only see it on, I, I guess, this world line, but um, it's uh, we can only see it after we fail at saving Karisu once. Yeah, they don't explain that either. And I love this. At this point, um, we also start getting the um, uh, the opening music to the game. The music in this game is great. I really appreciated the music in this chapter. Yeah, but whenever, like, the opening music to something comes back at the climax, that that is my shit. That's good. It's very good. You, you gotta have that bookend. So what is Rintaro's plan? We're gonna take one of the future gadgets, the one that is, like, a sword that has, like, fake blood that explodes out of it, I think, or something that looks like blood. Yeah, future gadget number six, the mm-hmm. lightsaber that shoots fake blood, which is great, because also that's not how... <laughs> yeah, that... That's not a future Rintaro's idea. Yeah, but past Rintaro. Yeah, what does past Rintaro tell us that we have to do? Past Rintaro says, uh, um, uh, he does this very uh, cool speech that I could not replicate, um, basically saying that everything we went through was to get to this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And talking about, like, you know, how we, um, you know, said Ferris is that and, or, you know, had to redo this. And basically all this was to get back to this point and the reason that he knows all this is because um he is from basically this this timeline where um he failed to save Kurisu. Where where he stabbed her. Yeah. Yeah, where he stabbed her and he his trauma over that lasted s- until 2025 um where he finally uh completed this plan to go back and save her. So we have uh two goals that we have to achieve which is um one make sure that the um um, uh, thesis gets destroyed, and two save Kurisu, and that will get us on Signsgate. Save Kurisu while fooling his past self, thinking that she, she is dead. Yeah, he has to preserve his observations so that all of his shenanigans that in the course of the whole game still happen. Because he has to be sad for the world to be saved. Yeah, we have to trick himself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he says we, we can't change the past anymore. We have to deceive it. That's right. So he's going to take a bunch of fake blood, push Kurisu into it, Kurisu into it. So his past self sees that, assumes there's a murder, and everybody wins. Yeah, and he jumps. So he's like, okay, I'm ready. I, I know what to do. He got, he got a stun gun and one of his future. Can I pull out another uh, uh, thing that he was talking about in this. Um, message to his past self. Oh, yeah. He, he's, um, he still says, he still signs off with Elsai Kongaroo, and he's like, I'm gonna name this Operation Skald, and, like, just to remind us that he's, he's still Chuni, and even... He's doing a more refined Hoenkyoma. 
Yeah, and even um, his his past self, our current, is like I'm still like that at age 33, <laughs> and this like revitalizes Okabe. Uh, this this is the part that like he's like, all right, now I'm going with this Operation Skull. That's stupid. Let's go for it. And he even um, to add to that, uh, the time travel uh, machine was named C204. The C stands for Christina, and he's like, oh, I bet you can guess what the 204 is, uh, what the 204 means, and it's nothing. <laughs> it's like, it just sounded cool. Oh, and, yeah, and Rotaro says about himself, like, well, this is such chuny bullshit, it's great. I love Rintaro's, like, evolution as a character over yeah. all this, and where he, like, He's embarrassed about his his past self, which is technically only from three weeks ago, but he has also like this intense fondness sort of for it for his chuny bullshit, um, and and it's just like it's very sweet. Like I feel like every time I I see him like when he expresses this fondness for his his younger self or his past self that like took this so seriously. I feel like it's it's like a very relatable and like almost inspiring thing, you know, to be able to look back on yourself at the most embarrassing parts of your life and and be and like still like Embrace love it. yourself. Yeah. Like I really love that about that, about Rintaro as a character. Also Mayuri says like uh that his voice is so much deeper now and it is like <laughs> <Yeah>. slightly deeper. <laughs> yeah. It's just this guy like he's just kind of relaxed his voice a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> And she's just like, oh, you sound cool. His <laughs> future self also talks about why he's calling this new timeline Steins Gate. And he says, you, you, you know why we choose that name, just because it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Everything great. was leading up to this joke, and I love it. It's great. I was, I was genuinely inspired by this. This is very sweet. Yeah, but, but then he comes up with, with the worst plan ever. He just... Yeah. Grab the first thing that that he thinks about. Yes, tell me, tell me about the plan. So yeah, so apparently they have to go like immediately, which I don't think they actually do. He just wants to go immediately. So he gets Daru to bring him a stun gun, and Mayuri to go to the lab and get him the um, that light um, saber thing that they invented. It's a it's a glow stick lightsaber, right? Uh, made so that you can have the most fun at concerts. And what else does she bring him? A banana. A banana! A banana. Callback! Yep. <laughs> I love that they made a lightsaber that shoots fake blood um, to make their battles more realistic um, because, as we all know, a lightsaber would not cause you to bleed. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, no, it wouldn't. Hmm. It would cauterize it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe they were going for a No More Heroes-style <laughs> well, fight. Out later. Oh, well. Ah, uh, speaking of Chuny bullshit, another great classic. Um, so, so he is, he is rene- has a renewed sense of purpose, and, uh, Rintaro and Suzuha leap back, go back, and do it again. And he's like, are we gonna have to encounter ourselves, uh, again? And she's like, No. As we alluded to earlier. Don't really explain why. Something, something, time travel bullshit. The writer didn't want to deal with it. 
That's why. Yeah, that's why. So um, we're already real far gone at this point. So I was kind of <laughs> like, okay. And um, the first task, Rintaro uh, obtains the metal upa from the machine before Mayuri. So Mayuri just gets a regular upa, and Rintaro has the metal one. Um, I like this also because Rintaro did observe Mayuri's metal upa, but he doesn't give a shit about it, so it doesn't matter that he maintains that observation. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't really go into it, but, like, that's the implication. That, like, it doesn't right. matter because he didn't care about it. He didn't retain any of it. As I was listening to this, uh, or what, reading through this, I, I added a secret side quest in my mind. It's like, oh, no, we Mayuri needs this. Again, after everything's done. Not because, like, to maintain the timeline or anything, but because she'll be so sad. Or yeah. she'll be so happy to get it. <laughs> um, we also see how the Upa got into the envelope. Oh yeah, Kurisu. So Mayuri drops it immediately, of yes. course. And Kurisu finds it on the stairs and puts it in the little manila envelope. Which is what she was smiling at when we saw her the first time. Because there's a little Upa in there. And Kurisu has the most amazing bending down and picking up the trinket animation I've ever seen in a visual novel. Oh yeah, <laughs> you do have her sprite just like go down and come back It just kind of goes down and then comes back up. <laughs> uh, I love that the, the time was taken, you know? Like, they, if you're gonna do that, why did you even do it? <laughs> it's so funny. And and then, and later, or like or earlier, when she's fighting with Nakabachi, she does also like fade out and move downward to signify like falling to your knees or like falling down on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so odd. Because um, that hasn't happened in the rest of the game. Yeah, only this chapter. Yep. It's very goofy. Um, so. Rintaro is, is waiting, lying in wait again, the second time here, and uh, things are going wrong with the fake blood in the lightsaber. And uh, Oh yeah, there's this thing where it's like he has to shake it and then it like starts glowing and then it has to stop glowing, but then afterwards it starts coagulating and getting solid. Like, I, it was a confusion thing. Yeah. Because, like, they, they, he pops a cap and he's got 30 minutes, but it, it doesn't. It just starts immediately not doing what he thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we never tested this. Come on, Rintaro. You had all the time, but I think we probably figured that uh, this yeah. fake blood was not going to be enough anyway. So. Right. So he has to figure out an alternative to reproduce the blood. And uh, he watches the scene unfold again with uh, Karisu and her father. And he just fucking arms wide open is like, dude, come and get, come at me, bro. In, in Kyoma mode. Yes, he comes out as Hyo in Kyoma. Which, I, and I think that's, it is, well, the one interesting thing about Dr. Nakabachi as, as this final villain is that he is also a hoe in Kyoma, right? Like, he made up a fake name for himself. He's kind of the real Hyo in Kyoma. Yeah, right? he is. He's, and he's actually delusional instead of Rintaro, who just, like, pretends to be delusional as a coping mechanism. I'm starting to like him, actually, now as a villain. But anyway. He's an interesting contrast to Ho and Kyoma. And, yeah. And, yeah. I'm really not starting to like it. But everything else about him is, yeah, terrible. Uh, not what, not well-written, IMO. 
but uh, he stabs Rintaro. Rintaro just gets stabbed. He doesn't try to defend himself. He just gets stabbed in the stomach instead of Karisu. Um, but he does also have a taser. Um, so Karisu runs up to him and and is like, oh, to stop, you know, like trying to stop everything. Um, Nakabachi pulls the knife out and backs away as Rintaro brandishes the taser at him. He tases Karisu to knock her unconscious. Um, and then basically threatens Nakabachi. He also says, like, he says, I'm gonna have my way with your daughter before I kill her. And Nakabachi just runs away. Like, in, in, like, the most crazy old man way, too. Like, he's just, like, he is lost at this point after he stabs him. <laughs> um, and so he he takes the, the folder with him, but it doesn't matter because the Upa is plastic this time. Um, so Nakabachi's out of the way. And, and Rintaro's first uh, thought is, oh, that's not enough blood. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so he starts, uh, he tears his wound even further open. And screams. The scream. Yeah. The blood-curdling scream. And he bleeds onto the floor, and he's like, well, I can't die, because I have to be alive in the future, so convergence will keep me from dying, is basically what he's betting on here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And then he immediately realizes that if it works, then the future isn't defined anymore, and he could die. Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh, well. And uh, so he bleeds a bunch on the floor. Uh, Suzuha appears to help him and and he's like there it is put her in the in the blood puddle and so she does and um they've they successfully recreated the scene and so they leave uh and run back to the time machine and suzuha says i really should have brought a first aid kit <laughs> and you know what suzuha you yeah you, you probably you should knew have this you knew there was a knife involved ahead of time She's in war, though. Like, maybe there's, like, harder to get, you know? You can't just stop. None of those, none of those pockets on that vest have a, any sort of bandages or anything in them. She's not Rebecca Chambers, okay? She's a friggin' warrior, all right? And thank God she's not Rebecca Chambers, because I hate her. It's just gummy, just gummy bears in there. <laughs> I blame Daru, because... Because who invents a time machine is like, hey, you know what? This probably won't get us into any trouble. Not even going to include a spot for a first aid kit in here. <laughs> God. He took the first aid kit spot out, and it's like a pocky spot now. Oh my God. That is what all of Suzuha's pockets have in them on her military Yeah, it's, it's just pocky. Like pocky. It's pocky. Yeah. Oh my God. From my figurines. <laughs> yeah. Take this with you, my daughter, and it's a little <laughs> If Daru's the one who trained her to survive in this apocalyptic wasteland, <laughs> then yeah, it's Pocky in anime figures. From a fucking gotcha machine. Oh my god. Uh, with, I mean, with with after the 5.7 billion people died, like Daru was able to like have Pocky is currency in the future. Moe figurine collection <laughs> on planet Earth. Oh my god, Daru in like the ashes of World War Three. At least I've got my anime figures. Yeah, he went around and got them all. Oh my god. So, Rintaro boards the time machine with Suzuha, and they take off back to the present, hopefully, to the new world of Stein's Gate. 
Credits roll. And, well, Suzaha is uh, saying, well, I'm not sure if the credits roll or not, but um, Suzaha is saying that uh, if this works, you know, I'm probably going to disappear, seeing as how I don't really exist in this timeline. Um, so I want to say thank you now, and we'll meet in seven years, I guess. In a way. It's just like, good talk. Yeah. yeah. And he's bleeding out, so he doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> So I wonder how they arrived to the present. Did he... I guess he just appeared. Yeah, I mean, that's... No, I think she took him in, in the time machine. Yeah, but, like, uh, does is the time machine still there? Yeah, when does that disappear? Because there's no mention of that. It apparently disappeared after they came, came back. It doesn't really make sense, but... Yeah. Yeah, so they had a moment to take him out of the machine and everything. He didn't just, like, appear by himself. <laughs> In a place. I, I thought he was just on the... Uh, I think they know. mentioned it in the epilogue that... Yeah, they came back and then he saw her disappear before his eyes. Oh, mm. uh, okay. So yeah, but so yeah, so the credits roll as they head to the new world and, and we have a, a lovely version of the credits with sparkles and more special effects. And after the credits, we flash forward to one month later uh, after Rintaro is discharged from the hospital. And uh, he has the pins... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He commissioned the same foreigner that he found in the other timeline to uh, make the pins that um, Suzaha had. And they have all the letters on them. They're 2010. He goes out and gives them out to everybody. So we get to see all the characters and what happened to them in the world line of Steins Gate. So who's... Um, he first gives it to... Um, Mayuri and Daru, right? No, Lucas first. No, Lucas first, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Luca. So he heads to the shrine and sees Luca, and Luca's like, You didn't tell you. I didn't know you were in the hospital. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad you're okay. And he goes, That's okay. I didn't tell you. <laughs> 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 Fucking Rintaro. So what happened to Luca? Nothing much. <laughs> yeah, Lucas was just sort of there. But like, but then there's like a little. Well, they finally cosplay now. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Tried cosplay, got really popular uh, online, got some confidence in in who she is, um, and confidence with herself, uh, I guess. Um, there's still some transphobic language in there, including a really bad one that people are still fighting about to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, but she is happy about cosplaying and, and is like, and, and he's, she's still too embarrassed to cosplay for Rintaro, but he's like proud of her and, and, and she's like, I've been practicing with Samidare and he's like, okay, keep practicing. You have to ascend to the next level and all this stuff. And it's sweet. It seems like the right, the right ending for those two. You know, it feels like, I feel like on this trajectory, like Luca will continue to grow and won't just, like, continue to have a crush on Rintaro. Like, she'll go out and live her own life, and and that's good. And next, he heads over to the May Queen Nyan Nyan and uh, sees Ferris. Yeah, he shows her the badge, and she's like, where did you get this? You know, she (laughs) she does her own thing. And... uh, Okay, he's like, I don't, I don't really get what she's doing, but I'll play along, I guess. <laughs> yep. Fucking Rintaro, damn it! He never knows. How, he doesn't know how to yes and fair. She does, is just going along with him all the time. 
He still doesn't know how to do it back to her. But he kind of does, a little bit. They, he plays it up this time. Yeah, more than he ever did before. The big revelation with Ferris is that now she's getting into Rynet, which in this timeline she didn't have time for, but now she apparently does have time for. Well, and he says, I don't know how she has time for all the things that she does. And he goes, but she's not, she's happy about it and she's not burned out. And he was like, huh, I guess the, the best way to like feel good about your life is just, just do the things you love. Shocking, yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, such like a 19-year-old boy-ass thing to say. Of like, huh, what do you know? <laughs> I never thought about it that way. It wasn't complicated at all. Yeah. Oh, and uh, at the end of this, at the end of the scene, he gives her the badge. And, um, you know, it's, 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 that's sort of what it, this, this is all doing, distributing these. And um, she says that she wants to come over to play next time. And that's when he says, yeah, of course, Dar will be pleased, too. Yes! Yes! Which is our See? hint. Yes. Headcanon. Yep, there you go. <laughs> this is this is when, now, now that he's not going, now that she can't focus on him, it's like, well, Dar is around, too. Then, suddenly, the villains... All the villains appear. <laughs> and this one is weird. <laughs> this one is weird. Yeah, Shido shows no. Yeah, Shido no. Shido's gone. Um, but the Moeka, uh, Mr. Braun, and, and Nai are uh, all out front of the store. Um, when he gets back to the lab, he's like, what's Moeka doing here? And uh, Moeka is starting at the at the store as a, as a part-time worker now. Um. No idea if they're in the rounders, if the rounders still exist. I mean, probably not, right? That's the whole thing, right? There are right. no rounders, so, like, what's their deal now? And Rintaro's like, I don't know what their deal is. I'm not going to engage, but also I'm not mad anymore. Yeah, he he still keeps his distance. Apparently, because Moika was still looking for the IBN 5100, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... And so they, that's how they know each other. And he said, oh, I, look, I had looked in my phone and she had, like, sent me a text thanking me for helping her. So that's why I knew we knew each other. And so he gives her her pin and she's really touched by it, which would imply that this is also the same Moeka that is very desperately lonely. It, yeah, it, it, it just tells her he won't be helping her look for the computer anymore. I feel like this scene just doesn't work. It's just mad. Is it they, so magically now? Moika is the actual thing she was pretending to be the first time. Like that's just that, that doesn't make any sense that she would you know become this person. And, like, what kind of connection would she have to you know? Like, they, none of this makes sense. Yeah, like what is her connection to FB now? Yeah, I, I'm I'm still thinking CERN is is still there. Uh, they say that she saved Naya or something, and that's why. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and I hurt yeah. herself, and she like stopped and helped her, and that's how they met. But yeah, it does imply like a larger like that whatever that connection between them like that it still exists, but it was rewritten to be like for some other reason that's maybe more benign, maybe not. Yeah, I I, I mean the way it is, it it reads a lot like they're still with CERN. I mean, at least to me. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I think so too, but. I think they're going for, yeah, like, like, Mareka is getting new connections in another way other than just texting with her CERN bus. Yeah. She actually talks to us instead of texting us. So, yeah, so she might have a happier future. And then he heads up to the lab and Mayuri and Daru are there, as always. Then we give it to them. Yeah. And Daru's, like, cool. 
Mayuri again immediately figures out what the uh, uh, pin is for. Uh, knows all of their names. Um, but is uh, confused about A and K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't explain it yet. He's oh, but he does say that. Uh, um, doesn't he say you'll see one in seven years? Yeah, he's going oh, to yeah. keep her pin and give her to her when she's born. Yeah. Aww. And I think they get a confirmation. Yeah, they check the TV and they get a confirmation that Kreese's thesis burned up in Nakabachi's flight. Oh, yeah, and he's super pissed, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's, it's so satisfying. <laughs> Is it? I wanted him to die in a plane crash, personally. Well, but it's he is completely um, shunned again, because the news is like, get a load of this guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, it was the thesis about time travel, it was going to change the world, and he's like, why, why didn't you bring it on the plane with you, idiot? And he's a suspect in the stabbing of, of, an, uh, of a young man. Yeah, he's also sputtering and indignant and threatening to kill everybody on Russia Airlines, so <laughs> I think no matter what, he's gonna meet his bad end. Yeah, for sure. So, after confirming everything worked out, uh, Rintaro is like, well, I'm never gonna see Karisu because she would have no reason to stay. You know, she probably went back to America. Um, and uh, then he's walking around the, the train station and uh, runs into Karisu on the street by chance. They walk past each other and then both stop and then both turn around and look at each other. And she says, I've been looking for you to tell you thank you for saving my life. And uh, and he, like, again, doesn't really know what to say. Um, but he says, like, it's good to see you again, Christina. And she is like, stop calling me that! Don't call, why don't you just call me by my name? And she, like, suddenly is like, ah! she doesn't know why she said that. Because in this world line, she they, they, don't, they don't have that relationship. And Rintaro thinks to himself, well, that's right, everyone has reading Steiner, not just me. Like, they just have to, they just have to be giving a little a prodding to remember. Yeah. And, uh, and then it kind of just leaves us there that they, may, that she maybe starts to remember that relationship and they look at each other and, uh. Start making out. Make a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's, that's what we call having sex now. Yeah. <laughs> They, the end. <laughs> yeah, so, good game. That was really sweet. Yeah. yeah. It was a satisfying ending. Dr. Nakabachi, not great. Not a very no. well-written villain. <laughs> TBH. <laughs> not a, not a well-fleshed-out villain, yeah. Yeah. Was really expecting more from that. Not a deal-breaker for me, though. I just yeah. I felt kind of like, yeah, at this point, we just kind of need to... We need to, you know, I, I don't know, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nakabachi's not that well fleshed out, and honestly, I don't think Daru is either. Like, he kind of acts as a plot device past a certain point. Well, Ferris and Luca are also just plot devices in the end. Yeah, yeah. They, they're uh, just there's... There, they're there to flesh out in the middle part and give Rintao something to anguish about. Also, like, harem ending people. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'll say that too. I mean, are we in sum up kind of what we feel yeah. about Steins Gate? Yeah. I was sort of surprised on the like 
hint of the dating sim aspect. I didn't think that part was coming into play at all, where it's like, there's you can sort of get an ending with everybody. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like a literal sort of like, you know, you could make Rintaro sleep with everybody kind of thing. I just mean like, it was, I was sort of surprised by that in general, you know? Mm-hmm. It's less of a harem ending and more of, okay, at what point do you stop destroying people's lives? That's your choice. Well, there's no, I mean, there's no quote-unquote harem ending either, like, or even the Steins Gate analog of it. But you know what? I, I meant in just in general, like, I, I, I is, is it Otome games? I no. I forget what they call that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I was surprised that this was sort of that, tr- had a nod to that traditional sort of visual novel type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that there was a path where you could, quote, end up with... There's a spin-off that's literally, that's literally that, by the way. Oh, one, yeah. one of the spin-offs is, like, an alternate, um, like, comedic, romantic... Um, version which just doesn't excuse to see more of the characters and get romantic mm. with, with most of them. Is it, is it a Dojin? <laughs> no, it's not. It's an official spin-off. Whoa. Well, tell her me surprised again. Wow. That sucks. <laughs> what do you mean that sucks? What? Hang I on. I mean, it, it, it's, it's okay to like the characters and like want to see them yeah, in, in a different setting. I- I guess I just like I it hurts I don't like the the idea of like taking uh like characters from a very serious story and uh with a lot of like emotional weight to it and then being like haha here's a fun cute version today's menu for the Emia family. Oh, Japan yeah. is all over that. Japan does it yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, we had their story, you know. Yeah. It's like. It, it's like putting Pyramid Head in international track and field. Like, what else are you going to do with him? Just have fun, you know? It's fine. It is exactly like that, yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. <laughs> You're, you know, when you write, you write. Um, so. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem with that. I kind of like it, actually. Yeah, I think, I mean, at least in Steins Gate, they have the excuse. I mean, they can say it's a different world line or whatever. I don't think that's kind of stuff really matters, that it's canon yeah, in any right. way. I mean, I, I, I didn't play that, that spin-off, but I, I might. I mean, I like the characters. I, 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 I want to see more of the characters, so it, it might be fun. We mentioned that we're not, we're not doing Steins Gate as our, or Zero as our next, um, at next season, but are you all interested in playing that after, after this? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing it right now. Did this uh, game intrigue you? Not. I want to watch the anime, but my fucking wife won't, so I'll never get a chance. <laughs> yeah. I really want to watch the anime now. I would like to watch and... the anime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stunt Zero, just to give you the premise, it, it starts when after Intero fails, and it's set up to be like the that timeline where he ends up um, 20 years in the future or whatever, sending him back the email. The email. Oh, so okay. it's a very different feeling. It's like almost no comedy. Um, very yeah. depressing. At least so far. I, I have heard that is very dark. Yeah. Hmm. It basically, the, the first thing that, that you get in this game is like when Tao, two months later, uh, having panic attacks and, and like on medicine, and goes to therapy. Sad scientist, Hoboken wow. Shit. I don't. It's the dark. 
Yeah, I could probably. I want to see. I would rather play the dating one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see now, the dating the dating one doesn't sound so bad now, does it? We should play that on stream. Is what we should. But but do. It, it's interesting so far. I mean, it goes it goes places I didn't expect it to. Um, I mean, I'm just starting out. I could probably do without the 15 years of you and Gilma traumatized and depressed and miserable. Mwah. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> you do find out who Suzuwa's mother is in this game. You do find out? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, I got it. Alright, now I want to play it. I want to play the, um, the, like, the, like, weird Japanese, like, Famicom Detective Club kind of version that they have. Yeah, there's this one, there's another one that's, like, a PC-88 game. Yeah. Um, that the best I thing about know. that one is, is the packaging. I, I actually got that. So it, it's, it's, they, they, they actually made, like, PC-88 packaging, which is, which are these, like, big plastic, like, VHS-type pictures. And then the CD is in a floppy disk, um, cover, and... It's really neat. Aww. <laughs> and there's that other spin-off that's coming out in English um, that's like a collection, an anthology of short stories from each of the characters' viewpoints. And that's one that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that one sounds like a good, a good one for like, oh, I want to see more of these characters. Yeah. Except the Kurisu story in that one, I really didn't like. Oh no... Yeah, it, it's the one story in, in that game that's, like, set up to be... Uh, they say it's, it's actually take, taking place uh, inside the, the, the Science Gate um, storyline. Story most of them are, like, a different world line, like, uh, different um, uh, alternate realities kind of stuff. But mm. the Chorus story specifically, it says it does something we didn't see during Science Gate. And it kind of ruins that part of the game for me, I think. Yeah. Oh no! It also tries to give us a kind of sympathetic Dr. Nakabachi, which felt that, wrong to me. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dr. Nakabachi, and I'm sad because... And I, and, and I, I really don't, I, I don't mind spoiling it, but it, it, it also does that weird thing that says not Dr. Nakabachi and Freyth's father were like classmates. They work together. <laughs> it, it, Wait, it, whose father? Ferris's Ferris. father. Oh, uh, weird. The two dads with sprites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I, I really didn't like the crazy story. Oh, also Lucas' dad has a sprite. Ew. But the rest of them are good. <laughs> also, also all the characters went to school together and they all have amnesia. <laughs> right? In this prequel, all the dads are in high school. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Metalupa shows up. Yep. <laughs> and then Joseph's controlling all of them. No. <laughs> so Not yeah, again. Yeah, had a lot of spin-offs and, and sequels. It was a really successful game. Yeah, I definitely understand it. Like, it's very compelling. Like, I, I, I get it now, definitely. Yeah. Like, the if I ever find myself in Akihabara, I would... I would think I would like care about being in these places or like seeing these, like the Radicon building and, and yeah. being like, oh, like look at that. It's from Steinsgate. <laughs> I, I thought you were implying like if you went to Japan, you'd be like, well, who gives a shit about any of this? But Steinsgate <laughs> gave you an appreciation for Akihabara. Sorry. <laughs> well, I maybe. That's... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, Akihabara specifically, maybe. Japan in general, no. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Fuck traveling unless I can tie it to video games. Speaking to the yeah. tourist board, tell tell me the place where you and Kyoma lives. I don't want to go anywhere else. Oh, um, that actually is a big part of some uh, tourist marketing campaigns. Like I know that the the town oh, like, and the, like the anime division or whatever. Well, the 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 um, areas featured in Shenmue like actively have used it to get people to visit their area. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but um, Kurisu and Wintaro are some of my favorite couples in in, yeah. in fiction. Yeah. In, in oh, absolutely. Now. I really like the relationship. Yeah. Can, I have a question for you, or Orin. Yeah. C- can you get upas? Do they sell upas? I'm, I'm sure they did at some point. I was trying to find one, and I could not. I'm, I'm pretty sure You should send have. him that really exclusive Japanese website called Google. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. I did almost buy a no, Kurisun Android at some point. Oh I, my I asked God. because I went I went to MAGFest, and I got like some keychains for Steinsgate, which I normally would not have done, but, but we were playing this. The, the Kurisun the Android especially is, is really cute. Oh my Did God. you see the Steinsgate cosplayers? <gasps> I saw I, some of them. I caught them. It was I caught um because I was staring at um Kurisu and I'm like the cosplayer and I'm like where the hell do I know her from? Because it's like that. It was like the lab coat kind of you know. And then I saw I guess well Rintaro and I'm like oh. And then I was like cool Steinsgate and they walked away. I'm like I should have gotten a photo. That was dumb. <laughs> of me. Whatever. Oh my God! Yeah. I want to cosplay as Ferris. Who? Let's do that. Let's go down the line and and let's let's assign let's which, which character in Sight no, do no, you do you relate no. the most to for our next no, panel? No, no, you're gonna fucking give me Daro. Daro. So I no. what? I didn't say anything. I I didn't say one thing. Not once have I seen you wear a baseball cap. That's fair. It's fair. The one problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, all right, I don't know. But no, we're not doing that. No. Okay. <laughs> it's it, the moment's over. You've, well, y'all you've are cowards. yourself, Daru, and y'all are totally uh, we're cowards. done with this bit now. So, um, so yeah. So, folks, any 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 other final thoughts about the game? I liked it. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It wasn't perfect, but it was good. I, I you know. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I think I've said it a couple times. It, it takes. It, it is long. It is a long. I understand game. why it's popular. For, yeah. Did any of you actually? Did, did, any, did any of you see, see the movie, or did you not get to? Yeah. I I did not. I was gonna do that after this. So yeah, so you should. The the, the movie takes place like uh, a year after the game, and it's a nice epilogue. Does this have stage plays? Hmm. Does this have stage plays, Orin? Uh yes, it does. Of course. Um, the, the fo- oh footage of this on, on YouTube. Oh yeah, I yeah. did see that. Go look on YouTube. It, it was like a weird thing. I'm I'm not sure i get what they did but it was like a multiple day stage play where they did all the endings or something well, you have to <gasps> come back the next day <laughs> yeah because they did all the endings it was really long i i should read up more on it but the footage of it on, on youtube go look it look it up the costumes are really good <laughs> wow i like the near automata su- supplemental stage play that you have to do to actually get the clock <laughs> yeah. of the game that's fun anyway sorry um <laughs> That's a real thing, by the way. Uh, so. Oh my god. Yeah, it is. The only stage plays I, I went to were Dungeon Rampa and Phoenix Wright. Do, oh, they have Dungeon Rampa too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they've got tons of them. They're they're do- making them right now. Pula Hoka got all the DVDs. <laughs> yeah, do you just not pay attention to Pula's Twitter at all? <laughs> uh, 
Wow. No, of course well, not. Funny. Who the hell would? Jesus. <laughs> yes. Not like I text somebody. But anyway, so um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Is that it then? Yeah. Is that uh the would, final? Would recommend. L- Good game. Yeah. Good game. Up. L. Ten out of ten. L. Psy Congress. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, what well, game are we gonna speak- play next? I don't know. Fuck you. Bye, everybody. You guys <laughs> figure it out. Know, but yeah. <laughs> All right. El Psycho Groom. El Psycho Groom.